Okay, good morning everyone. We are continuing Gilas <coughs> Rus. And um, we left off we left off two weeks ago um, in Pasuk Vav. Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zion. So we left off Pasuk Vav Atokam Hivichalisev Atoshav Mistaymoyov. And the last thing we said was that um, we said we said from the Malbim that it was um, it was a Matana that was going to stay it was because and we said over from from Rabbi Yosef Lohem it was in their own schus and that's why she knew it's time to go back to uh, to Eretz Yisrael. Now, before we move on, there are two two things that uh, I want to be myself from from previous shurim that I came across over the last uh, two weeks. The first thing is that if you remember, I mean, it could have been the first week or the second week that we talked about the name Rus and. Um, and we said that the Gemara in um, the Gemara in Masech Debracha says her name was Rus because And we said over from the Malbim, if I remember correctly, that the Malbim said that um, the Pshat in the Gemara is how come Rus remained with her Gaiusha name, um, and. Um, and the Raya, because the Malbim was going in the fact that they did not become um, Gerim initially. And he says the Raya is because their names Gaish were Rus and Arpa. And he says the Gemara that asked my Rus, the Gemara is asking, why did Rus not change her name when, he beca- when she became a Gairis? So she kept her name because it had a remez that she's going to have a grandson, David, who's going to, to sing praises to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We said over also from the Teretmim at that time that the Teretmim was bothered. Why did Chazal, um, why did Chazal have to find a remez to Rus's name? Lechayra Rus, Lechayra Rus is the Gematria six hundred and six. And a guy, Sheva Mitzvah Ben every guy has seven. So when she became a Giyaris, she got another 606 Mitzvahs. So that's the Chayra, the easiest Remez to the name of Rus. So why is the Gemara and the Midrashim trying to find Ramazim for Rus's name? The Chayra, it's Pashat, the Gematria of her name is 606. So wanted to say a Chiddush that since women are Potter from certain Mitzvahs, Mitzvah Seishas Mangrama, so she doesn't really have 613 actual mitzvahs, so you can't put a remez of 606. So we said that was a little schwer, but that's what the Taratvima says. So I found the gra in Rus says as follows. The gra says, Pshad in the Gemara, the Gemara, said, the Gemara asking why, what's Rus's name? So he says, um, he says, her name really, the Pashup Shad, is because 
she added on 606 mitzvahs. Before she was a Giyari, she was only Chayv and 7 mitzvahs. Now she's up to 613, so she added on Kaminyan Rus. He says the Gemara is only asking that if that was the only reason for her name, so why is her name Rus? Her name should be Tur. Her name should be Tur. Tav Vav Resh. Why Rus? So on that, the Gemara says that there's a remez in Rus to the word Tariva, HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Shiraz V'Sishpachos that David HaMelech sang and saturated HaKadosh Baruch Hu with so much songs, that's from the name Rus. All the Gemara is saying is, of course you need these letters. But why Rus? Maybe Tor. Why should it be one over the other? And that the Gemara is asking that the reason it's Rus over Tor is because Rus has a remez that David HaMelech is going to sing many songs so it's interesting, the Gra is learning like the Tairatmimah's question, and he's learning it into the Pshat of the Gemara. And just once we're, we're, we're talking about Rus's name, I had remembered afterwards that the Chsam Seifer talks about this, and the Chsam Seifer says that um, um, so he says that um, Really, the Chassam Seifer says that the Gemara's question of Rus is not so much on her name, it's more on the Megillah. Why is the Megillah called Rus? A Chiddush in the Gemara, in the question of the Gemara. L'chaira, the whole point of the Megillah's Rus is we should get to that uh, Malchus based David, to be Miyaches David. So L'chaira, if the whole Megillah is for Yichus of David HaMelech, we should have called the Megillah Megillah's David. Why are we calling it Megillas Rus for this Giyaris name Rus? So the Chsam Seifer says that the Gemara is answering that we taka called it Megillas David. Because since the name Rus is that David HaMelech was Rivala Kaddish Baruch Hu, Vishiris Vishish the David HaMelech sang Takadish Baruch Hu, all of these songs. So when you call it Rus, it's Ki'ilu, you're calling it Megillas David. And he says like this He says, um, he says that the difference between um, Elimelech and Rus was as follows. Um, that Elimelech left Eretz Yisrael to go to Eretz Moyev, and um, he didn't stay in Eretz Yisrael. Even though things were hard, he should have stayed in Eretz Yisrael and served HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'simcha, even though things were tough. And yet he decided that he's not going to. He's going to leave Eretz Yisrael, it's too hard there, and he's going to leave and go to Eretz Moyev. Rus was the opposite. Rus left Amo Meiladita, she left her homeland, to go serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Eretz HaKadosh. So Rus was the symbol, and as we're going to see over the next few psukim, she didn't have such a glorious future awaiting her. Her, the fact that she could marry into Kla Yisrael was in great doubt, if not Usr at the time, if not for Bayas coming and paskaning Mayav Veloy Mayavia. Really, she would never be able to be a part of Kla Yisrael or marry at least a Ben Yisrael. She'd marry another Ger or something like that. But she wasn't, uh, she didn't have such a, uh, such a hopeful life ahead of her. But it was worth it for her. Serva Kaddish Baruch Hu, even though things are hard. 
David HaMelech had a very hard life. David HaMelech had a hard life. He had problems with Shaul. He had problems with uh, Avshalom. He had problems from all over the place. David HaMelech had problems. Always running, full of tsaris his life was. However, what did David HaMelech do his entire life? He's saying, Sefer Tilim, Takadish Baruch Even when things were hard, even when things were hopeless, He's running away from Avshalom, his own son rebelling against him, and yet, he's singing a praise, Takadish Baruch He's singing a praise, Takadish Baruch Why? Because David HaMelech understood that if you sing praises, Takadish Baruch I think it was in yesterday's Perkayavis, if you're Mekayim Teirah Mitaychaini, Seifel Lekayim Mitaychaisher. And the opposite, someone who's Mevatel Teirah Mitaychaisher, Seifel Levatel Mitaychaini. Eli Melech left Eretz Yisrael Mitaychaisher, and he lost everything. David HaMelech was the opposite. David HaMelech left, he, even when things were Bitsaris, even when he was running away from different things, he was Mekayim Esatayra, Mitaychaini, HaKadosh Baruch Hu helped him be Mekayim Mitaychaisher. So the Megillah is telling us a Maradika thing. Where did David HaMelech get the Kayach? That he was able to sing Takadish Baruch Hu under all circumstances because he got it from his great grandmother Rus. Rus was the same thing. She left Amoy Meladita, she left everything. She was a Bas Melech, as we said a different week. She left it all to go to Israel and serve Hakadish Baruch Hu. She was Zaycha to have a grandson, a great grandson, David, Sharivala Kadish Baruchu Bashiras Visishbachis. He didn't stam sing Takadish Baruchu. He sang Takadish Baruchu under all circumstances. Even when things were looking bleak and things were looking like Tsaris, he was still singing Gaziad Amuna Nashem, just like his great grandmother did. So the some ciphers understanding my Rus, when the Gemara asked why is the name Rus, we're not referring to her name, which again would answer the Gain's Kasha and the answer to Heritimimus Kasha. We're not referring to Rus's name. Maybe Rus's name is Taka because of 606 mitzvahs, like the Gain says, and like the question of the Teretz Mima. The Gemara is asking, why is the Megillah called Rus? It should be called Megillah's David. The Teretz says, it is called Megillah's David. By saying Rus, we're saying, David HaMelech, how did he become king? How did he remain the great Kaddish David HaMelech? Because he's saying, in every matziv, in every circumstance. Where did he get that from? He got that from his great-grandmother Rus. So when we call the Megillah, Megillah's David, when we're Miyachas David, we call it Megillah's Rus. I'll shame his great-grandmother who gave him those kaiches to be able to taka, serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu under all circumstances. Circumstances. So that was just a little bit of, um, of of something I saw that I thought was kedai and very uh, kedai to, to know, both from the Gain and from the Chassam Seifer. So now let's go back to where we're holding in Pasuk Vav. So she got up, her and her daughters-in-law, Batasha Bistemayev, and they're leaving Stemayev. And like we said last time, they were leaving for different reasons. They were leaving because they thought it was a bad mazel, the place. She was leaving because she wants to go back to Eretz Yisrael. Kishama b'steimayev. Now she heard in steimayev. What does it mean she heard in steimayev? So, the Medrash says here, who did he, she hear from? The Medrash says, Shama meharoichlim hamachzirim bayaris. She heard from the peddlers who were the ones who were going around in the city selling things. So what does that mean she heard from the peddlers? So, the Taratmima has two pshatim over here. The Taratmima says, 
Why does it say specific peddlers? What about stam travelers? People traveled back and forth from Israel to Moyov. Why dafka peddlers? So he says, because the Gemara Mavakama teaches us that one of the takanas of Ezra when he when he came to to Eretz Yisrael was that the peddlers would go around in the different cities and they would sell uh, jewelry and perfumes and stuff and that was good for Shalom Bayis. However, the Mepharshim say since most of their schaira was Tachshitim and Tafnukim, all types of jewelry and, and, and adornments and, 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 and uh, pampering things for the women, during the years of famine, they didn't go. They didn't go around. There was no buyers. No one had money. No one was, was pampering themselves. So therefore, they were pushed out of business. They were pushed out of business. Um, however, once the famine was over, now they were back in business. So the fact that... Um, that there were peddlers going around in itself was a sign that the famine was over. And therefore the Medrash is saying that's who she heard from. She didn't stop here from passerbites. Mechatesi, everyone knows the matzav that's going on in Eretz Yisrael. But if she hears from the peddlers, so that's a raya that the famine is, o- is over because the peddlers are the ones that know they're back in business. In his second shot, the Taratimima says the word Kishama doesn't mean she heard. It means she understood. She understood from seeing peddlers coming from Eretz Yisrael, she understood that the famine was over. She didn't, they didn't have to tell her. The fact that they were back in business in itself was a raya that the famine was over and that she, um, and that's why the peddlers were around and then she could go back to, um, to Eretz Yisrael. Um... Right, the Rebbe of Heschel from Krakow, the Chanukah Satayra, also says a very similar pshat. Um, Chazal tell us, Asul Adam L'shamesh Mitasei B'Shnei Ravoin. It's brought down in, by, by Yosef HaTzadik and, and in, in Mitzrayim, that when there's a famine, there's an Isser to have relations with one's wife. And I'm not going to the parameters of that Isser, if it's they have Mekayim Pruravu. There's a, other times that it's Mutter, but there's a concept of being Mishtatef Bitzar HaTzibur. There's a concept of being Mishtatef in the Tzar of the Tzibur. And therefore, if there was an Isser of Tashmish, so then the ladies didn't need the Tachshitim and, and all that type of stuff. So Memela, the fact that the Reichlin were going around again, was a Raya, the famine was over. Similar idea to what the Taratmima is saying um, is saying over here. Um, now, the, the Targum Yainasan says a fascinating thing. The Targum Yainasan, on this Pasuk says, who did she hear from? Kishama. Says Targum Yainasan, Arumis Basris Bachakal Mayav. She was informed in the fields of Mayav, Alpum Malacha, from the mouth of a Malach. So Naomi received news from a Malach. What? That Hakadosh Baruch Hu remembered Klai Yisrael to give them bread. Continues the targum. Begins chusa de Avson Nagida. In the schus of Avson, Avson was was Boyaz, was the shayfet Boyaz. Uvitzlu say the tzali kadam Hashem who Boyaz chasida. So the targum says a maridika thing. Why did Hakadosh Baruch Hu stop the famine? It probably had to do with Klai Yisrael's tshuva as well. But she got a besura through a malach that it was through Boyaz's tefillas. Boyaz chasida, says the Targum. Boyaz chasida. 
Davin Takadish Baruchu, probably non-stop. There was a very long famine. However, that is what was the what brought about the Yeshua for Klai Yisrael were the Tvilas of the Tvilas of Boyaz. And in fact, later on in Paragimu Pasuk Zayin, Paragimu Pasuk Zayin, so it was after the harvest. Vayoycha Boyaz Vayesh Vayitav Liboy. Boyaz ate and drank, and he was happy, says the Targum, Ubrich Shma Hashem, and he blessed Hashem, the Kabbalt that Hashem accepted his Tvilais, and he removed the famine from the land, and and he was able to, uh, he was able to have a harvest. So you see clearly that what caused the famine to be over were the Tvilais of, were the Tvilais of, of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Elimelech was also the leader of Klai Yisrael. As we said, he was the Parnes Hadar, and he left. He left Eretz Yisrael. It was a big time on him for leaving Eretz Yisrael. She was Nisbaser, that the other Gadol Hadar, the leader of the Dar, the Shaifet Hadar, Boyaz, he's the one whose Tvilas were Niskabel, and that is what brought about the Yeshua. So if we're thinking who Naomi was at this point, Naomi was still a very big Tzadegis, no matter what happened to her. But Haraya, you see that she had information, it was informed to her through a Malach, in what is going on, how, uh, what is going on on Eretz Yisrael, that the famine, that the famine was over. So let's go to Pasuk Zion now. So she left the place that they were. And they were both, the two daughter-in-laws were with her. Um, so, so, like we said, they left for the reason of leaving the place. Leaving the place, they both had all had the same idea. We got to get out of here. The question is where we're going. Again, Naomi wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael. The two daughters-in-law, they just wanted to leave. So they left in the in the same uh, in the same uh, kavana. However, once they started to go on the road, they wanted to go back to Eretz Yehuda. So at this point, they agreed now also that they're going to follow her to um, to Eretz Yehuda. To follow her to Eretz Yehuda. So the pasuk continues, and we're going to come back still to this pasuk in a little bit. Um, yeah, that's so. Yeah, so the the Malbim learns that they changed their minds. In other words, on the way out, they were just leaving. When they got there, they changed their minds. They're going to go with her. The Gain learns the Pshat is that she thought that they were only going with her to leave. But then when she saw they continued with her on the way to Israel, she understood that. Um, she understood that they were going along with her, and maybe even the entire time they had planned to go with her. So, so Nami tells her two, who, to, who, her two daughters-in-law, Go back home. Go back. Um, go back on the road. Leichna, you should go. Shoivna, and you should go back to to Isha Leves Ima. In other words, until now, you stuck with me. I'm only your mother-in-law. Now it's time to go back. You don't have to go with me anymore. Go back to your mother's house. And yas Hashem imochem chesed, kasher asisem imhamesim v'imodi. And you, Hashem, should do with you chesed, 
that you did with with the mesim v'imadi. Um, Chazal say, what does that mean? What chesed did they do with the mesim? Chazal say, shenasnulam tachrichim the um the they 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 uh, the Rosh and Arpa gave tachrichim for their dead husbands. That was the chesed that they did with the mesim. And what's the chesed they did v'imadi with me? Shemachlu lahen ksubasam. So Chazal say they were moichel their ksuba. So the Malbim says because according to the laws in Moyav, the kvura has to be from the estate of the dead person. So two things needed to happen. Number one, their estate needed to pay for their kvura, and number two, they had to pay for their ksuba. And they, Rus and Arpa, were mavatar on both of them. They didn't have to, but it was a chesed. So they did a chesed. Their chesed was im mesim. The chesed was with the mesim that they they paid for the kvura because it sounds like there was no money there. And they were Michael the Ksuba, was V'imadi, that Nami didn't have to go figure out a way to get a Ksuba for these, for these two. So that was the Chesed. So she said, Yes, Hashem imachem Chesed. So Hashem should do Chesed with you, meaning you did a Chesed, so therefore Hashem pays back every person, and if you did Chesedim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will do Chesedim with you as well. That is the way the Malbim learns. Um, I think there was a Teretz Mima here. One second. Um, that pretty much says the same thing. So that is the um, so that is what she told them. Listen, you did a lot of chesed. Now it's time for you to go back, go back, leves ima. And then she continues. He says, "Yitain Hashem lochem, Hashem should give you besides that he will do chesed. He should give you a matana, something extra." Umitzena menucha isha base isha. Reb Revda always used to say over that. Um, if I could see if he says it, I think he says it here as well. The Rev used to say over that we always find the concept chesed ve'emes. They always go together. You find uh, you find by um, in the beginning of Yeshua that um, second that they said they're going to there's going to be a concept of chesed ve'emes. Right, it says when uh, you find by when when Pinchas and Kalev, the beginning of Yeshua came to Rachav, and she hid them. So it says over there that um, she told them, "Make a shvua. I did chesed with you, and you should do chesed with my father's house." And you give me an ice of emes. So the Radak over there says an interesting thing. And the Gain says such a thing as well. In Mishlei. And that is like this. When a person does chesed, chesed by definition means that I don't owe you anything. I'm doing something extra. I'm doing something that's a kindness that's not owed. If it's owed, it's a chayv, it's a debt. It's not chesed. So, Chesed is when you do so when you do something that you don't owe someone else, 
That's chesed. So if I do a chesed with someone, and they want to pay me back with another chesed, when they're paying me back, they're not doing chesed. They're doing emes. Emes means truthfulness. There's a debt. Someone did something for you, you have to pay them back. But if you want to do chesed, you have to pay them back, plus pay them back with something more. So then not only did you do the emes, you added on chesed to it. So when you want to repay someone for a chesed, says the Radak, you can't just pay them for what they did, that's emes. you got to add on. So we always find chesed and emes go together as, um, as a payment. Um, that's, that's what the Radak says. That's what the Radak says. So Reb Brevda was always say, saying also, that's the, the pshat in someone who has Akaras HaTayv. Someone who has Akaras HaTayv, it's not enough that they repay the debt. If they want to do chesed with the other person. They replay it, pay it. Again, I'm not talking about money here, nothing with ribbis. I'm talking about chesed, doing chesedim for someone. Someone helped you, want to repay them? You don't just repay what they did, because that's not chesed. You want to do havakaras hatayv, you do chesed with them. Chesed means you have to give them extra. So he said the same thing over here is what, what, uh, what uh, Naomi was saying. Number one is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should pay you back. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should pay you back that you did chesed with me. However, it's not enough that just being paid back. I want you to have even more than that. And that's why she added on a bracha in Pasuk Tess. Yitein Hashem Lachem Umetzana Menucha Isha Beis Isha. She, she, she gave them a bracha that Hashem should give you and you should find that you should find the Shidduch. You should find Menucha, you should find rest, woman Beis Isha with a husband. With a husband. Um... With her husband, so she gave them a bracha that they shouldn't be almanis anymore. And that will be a matana from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yitain is a matana. Hashem should give you extra. He should give it that you find menucha isha beis isha v'atishak lohen. So she kissed them, a kiss goodbye, v'atisena kailon v'ativkena. And they raised their voices and they cried. So Rus at this point, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Nami at this point is telling them that it's time to leave. We appreciate, I appreciate everything you did here, and um, it's time for you to go back to your nation. So Pasuk Yud says that they told her, no, this at this point, according to the Malbim, it happened at this point, that they were Megala turned to, no, we're not leaving. <laughs> you know, she came to the crossroads of returning to Eretz Yisrael, and she says, okay, you were Malava me enough, now it's, time to, uh, now it's time to go back. And they said, no, now we want to go with you. We're going back now to your nation. To your nation. We want to stay B'nai Amech. Um... That's um, that's um, that's what they said. Now the the um, the the Malbim is medayik that they haven't any 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 point yet said anything about Hashem. They just said laamech. They weren't yet megala says the Malbim that they want to become gerim. They just said that we're going to come back with you. We've been with you the whole time, and we want to come back with you. We want to come back with you. So she continues and she says Navi. So Nami says, Shaivna Vnaisai, no 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 no. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Lama Silachna imi. She says, first of all, my nation is never going to have anyone that's going to marry you. 
And Elamai will say, okay, but maybe I, I already made Shaduchim with you, so maybe, maybe you'll think that I'm going to, willing to make another Shaduch with you. Do I have any children in my, in my womb, in my insides, that, um, that, um, that they could be Lachem Lanoshim? Um, so she was saying, I don't, you know, there's no, it's not like the way the Malbim says, she was making a joke. Do I, you know, you say, pull out of your back pocket. Do I have any uh, older sons that I can pull out of my stomach that they're here for you right now? Elamai, you say, you're going to wait for me? You're going to wait for children? You're going to wait for me to to, to, to have children? Shoivna benaisai. She continues and says, no, you should return. Leichnok, he's a kantimi aislish. Elamai, you'll say, because I'll have more children afterwards. You're right, I can't pull them out now. They don't exist. But I'm too old, mi aislish. I'm too old to, be, to, to get married again. Ki amarti yeshli sikva. Because I said that I have some hope. And we'll see what this means in a moment. She says, even if I get married tonight and I have children, you're going to wait around until they become older. You're going to say, you're going to stay unmarried. You're going to stay tied to them without getting married to anyone else. No, not a good idea. So the Malbim says over here like this. He says, the Chazal tell us an interesting thing. Chazal tell us that a woman who is without a husband for 10 years, won't have children anymore. So the Gemara asks, what do you mean, Basra of Chista was an Almana for ten, more than 10 years and had children? So the Gemara answers, because she always planned on remarrying. So since she planned on remarrying, so she never gave up the fact that she wants to remarry and have children, so she could still have children. So now, over here, they were in Stemeyer for 10 years. So Naomi was an Ammona from when Elimelech died till now for 10 years. So there's only two ways for her to have children. Number, way number one is, way number one is, if that all the days of her being an Ammona, that she never gave up hope from getting married again. Just like Basra of Chista, that if she planned on getting remarried, so it's possible to have children. That's number one. Or number two is, that night was the last night of the ten years. So if she gets married that night, so then that night, she's, it's, it's less than ten years, so it's still Shaykh for her to have a child. So that's what she said. Number one is, Shaivna ben Why? Kizakanti Lish. Number one, I'm too old. I'm too old. Because it's already been ten years. But she said, but she continued, said, if the pshat was that, that um, um, in the ten years that I was Almana, I did say that I was hoping that I'll get remarried. So you're right, that is an Eitzah. So even though he's a Kanti Miyais so according to that, it doesn't mean I'm too old. It just means to say that really I've become old because of the 10 years of waiting. You're right, I have been saying that I hope that I'll get remarried. So it's not that I can't have children. But, or Eitzah number one, 
Gam ha'yisi halaylo le'ish. Or you'll say, no, maybe I didn't have hope that I'm going to have children, but tonight is the night, the last night of the ten, ten years, so Mamela, I could have children tonight. So even if those two options are true, Nami is saying, if you're saying it's bimitzi, it's possible for me to have children. Number one, because Yeshli Sikva, I never gave up hope. And number two, because tonight's the last night, then she tells them, but what are you going to do? You're going to wait around all that time? You're going to wait a lot, a, all that time for my children to, to be born and to grow up. You're going to be tied down. Not a good idea. So that's what she was saying in this Pasuk. She was saying, it's not the Pshat that B'mitzis is not possible for me. There's two options how it's possible for me to have a child. However, it's not Negeya. How long are you going to, how long are you going to wait? Now here's the Rashi that we quoted in the first week that says, that these uh, um, Rus and uh, Arpa did not become Geirim. Because if they really became Geirim, so then there'd be a... Well, how could they anyways marry a brother-in-law? The only way you can marry a brother-in-law is through Yibum. So you'll say, they didn't have any children, so the brother could be Miabim them. However, we all know, the only way it's Shayach for Yibum to happen is if the two brothers were alive at the same time. But if one brother died and then another brother was born, so then we say that she's not zokuk liibum because uh, not just not zokuk liibum, it's iser of brother-in-law, it's iser erva. So lechayra, what anyways is Naomi saying over here? If I'll have children, wait around. It'll be aser. So that's Rashi says because it wasn't really true anyways. Machlan and Kilian didn't have any kedushin because shenachrias hayu v'leinis gairu. Now they're coming to be to be uh, to be megayer. So Mamela, that's not that's not uh, that's not a cheshbon. So according to um, this is where Rashi says that they talk a word megayer beforehand because if not, this whole conversation would not make would not make any sense. So let's just finish the pasuk, and then she says, "Al don't do this, my daughters. Kimarli ma'od mikem, it's very bitter for me because of you. Kiyotzavi yad Hashem, because Hakadosh Baruch Hu has struck His hand on me." So, um, so over here, there's a few pshatim over here. Um, so there is a second. There is a gain here and a very similar vart from the Sefer Megillah Sefer, which was Rev Michal Halevi Ish Horowitz, who was from Krakow, from the Horowitz family. They're all called Ish Horowitz because that was originally where their city was. Um, in Spain, I think it was, and somehow, there's a whole history to it. There's a shul, actually, in uh, Prague, where Bez Hashem will be live-streaming from tomorrow. I'm um, not from that shul, but there's a shul that was built by someone, Ish Horowitz. It's, a, it's, a, it's at the moment, it's a very interesting place. It's a fascinating, it became a shtickle monument to all of those who were killed from the entire uh, Moravia, from the whole area, in the Holocaust, all their names are engraved into the walls of the shul. Those of you who saw a few years ago our presentation, you're able to see it. It's like it's it's unbelievable in tiny little letters all over, top and bottom, as a snosh and bottom, just the names of all the people who were killed. Rachman al 
Hashem Yikayim Damam there, and it was known as the Horowitz Shul. Was, uh, they came from Spain, they ran away, it's a home isa. that's why they're, they're always called Ish Horowitz, the Boston Rebbe's, they're called Ish Horowitz, um, from Krakow, so he says the same vart. And we said it, I think, on, on Edvar Chizok a few weeks ago. And that is as follows. The Talmud, the Gemara Megillah tells us, the Talmud, the Master of Zerah, B'maharach Yamim. How did you have a long life? So he told them, Yomai lahikbati b'seich b'esi. And another thing he told them was, B'leisasti b'takolas chaveri. I was never happy when my friends stumbled. And the Mepharshim asked, what do you mean? When somebody has a duchval, someone is, is, is down and out, you're happy for them? That's like such a terrible midah. You're happy that that happened. So if you're not, if you're not happy that that happened, so that's like a, a big mila. That's normal. Why are you happy when somebody's suffering? Who could be happy when someone's su- with his suffering? So what do you mean he wasn't happy? That's why it was harach yamin. So he says the mafarshim explain, and the guy sort of says this not on this gemara. The mafarshim explain it means to say that I loved my friend so much that if he had a takala. I couldn't be even happy with my own life. It pained me so much as if it happened to me. Not the pshat that I wasn't happy in his misfortune. The pshat is I couldn't be happy with my own life when someone had a misfortune because I had such avas chaveirim. My v'yohavta l'recha kamaycha was so strong that if something happened to him, so my day itself was ruined because I felt his pain. And that's what she said. Kimar li ma'oid mikem. She says... Why is it so? I, I feel your tsar so much. I feel it. It's as if Hashem struck me. My pain for you is so strong. It happened to me. And the guy says a similar thing. The Lagain twists it a little differently. The the Megillah Sefer says, Hashem is it happened to you, it's as if it happened to me. But the Gain says the Pshad is Hashem, even though I also am in pain, Hashem struck me down too. But Marli Moid Mikam, but my pain for you is even more than my own pain. So similar, a little different knech. One is the pshat is she was feeling their pain as if it happened to her. And the guy is saying, Adarabha, she felt their pain even more than her own pain. And this is what she was telling them, that I feel for you, but this is not, um, this is not a, um, this is not a time for you to come with me. And if I remember correctly, there might have been one more pshat from Rabbi Yisav Nechemiah. And we'll end with that. Just see if I can find it. Oh, Kimar Limoid Mikem. Rabbi Yisim Nechemi says a different shot. Rabbi Yisim Nechemi says like this. He says, Mar Limoid, it's very bitter for me, Mikem, from both of you. What does it mean from both of you? So Chazal say like this. Chazal, the Gemara Yavamas tells us, Kashim Gerim Li Yisrael, Kisapachas. The Gerim are difficult for Kla Yisrael. It's painful for Kla Yisrael to have Gerim amongst them. So there's two different pshatim there. Rashi and Kedushin says, because Geirim are not always bikiyim b'diktuke mitzvahs, they're not always so bikiyim in mitzvahs, or machshilim Yisrael, and because of that they do averis, and they cause other people to do averis. So, Klai Yisrael suffers, again, not every ger, it's not a klal, but as I zakt chazal. Rabbi Avram Ger Tzedek, who is brought down in Tysus over there, if I remember correctly, so he was a Ger Tzedek, so he says, Mamish Pum Fakert. 
Geirim are more medactic than Klai Yisrael. Geirim, they came on their own, they're more medactic in mitzvahs. And when they're more medactic in mitzvahs, it's a kitzrug on Klai Yisrael. It's a kitzrug on Klai Yisrael who aren't so medactic in mitzvahs. So Klai Yisrael suffers from the Geirim because now HaKadosh Baruch Hu holds us to a higher standard. So two pshatim, either because they're not medactic mitzvahs or they're more medactic mitzvahs. So Zakhtar ben Yosef Nechemia Zechrein Levracha, that over here there were two girls here. There was Arpa and there was Rus. Arpa wasn't serious. Baharaya, as we're going to see next week, Bez Hashem, that when she went back, she went straight back. She did terrible Averis. A hundred people she was Mizana with that night. Totally back. So as much as she wanted to come, she wasn't so strong. And who knows, when she would become a Giyaris, it probably wouldn't have been so good for Kla Yisrael because she would have been Nichshal in Averis. She would have been caused Michshalim. She caused Michshalim for herself and for Kla Yisrael, like Rashi's Pshat in Kashim Gerim Yisrael. Baruch was a big tzaddikis, and if she's a big tzaddikis, so other rabba, she's like the Rav Ram Ger Tzedek's pshat in Taisvis, that she's going to be extra medactic in mitzvahs, and that's going to be a kitchen on Kla Yisrael. So therefore, therefore, she she told them, I don't want you to become gayrin kimar li moed mikem. It's going to be very bitter for Kla Yisrael and for me, mikem from both of you. From one of you, it's going to be bitter because you're going to be machshalas, and the other one, it's going to be big bitter because you're going to be a big tzadikis and you're going to be be a kitrig on Kla Yisrael. So he says that's why after Arpataka left. So Rus said, Don't worry, I'm not going to be a more from than you. Though you don't have to worry. If you're from, I'll be up to your from kite. I won't be an extra tzaddikis more than you. More than you. And therefore, she said, No matter what happens, I'm going to be exactly like you. So I shouldn't be a kitrug for Kla Yisrael. So you shouldn't say you suffered because I became a Giyaris. So according to Rabbi of Nehemiah here, she's trying to tell them why they shouldn't come to become Geirim. We we're not looking to encourage Geirim. And we'll talk about that next time, Mez Hashem, and the conversation that she had with them on the way here. But both of them, Marli Moid Mikem, each of you has a reason why you're going to make trouble for Kla Yisrael. Arpa Taka left, and Rus Taka told you, you don't have to worry. I'm not going to be a bigger tzaddikist than you, and if I'm not a bigger tzaddikist than you, then it won't be a kitrug on anyone in Kla Yisrael. Okay, we'll stop here for today. Have a wonderful day, and Bez Hashem, we will continue. We will continue next week. And again, Tomorrow is the live stream, Yom Tefillah. If you want to, um, an email was sent out with the link for Torah Anytime for the live stream to watch it or with the phone number to listen in. And or if you want to send in late names of Chaylim, so you could do that as well. A kvittel will be put at the kever. We should zaycha that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be makabal our Tefillahs. Have a wonderful day.